Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Welcome back to the Comedy Collision Podcast. I am your host, Nick Hannock. This is episode 78, the big 7-8, Ain't It Great. Let's dive right into it. Here we go. Yup. We are back. Welcome to the Comedy Collision Podcast. I am your host, Nick Hannock. This is episode 78, as I said in the intro, but it's more fun if I get to say it twice. So, welcome back, and guess what? This one, I don't know how many people are going to listen to. It's a little sneak episode. Um, we are, we're doing episode 79 on Friday, Black Friday, and this one I am recording literally two hours before the Thanksgiving holiday, 10 p.m. here. Happy Thanksgiving, pilgrims. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody, man. Happy Thanksgiving. Are you guys going to eat well? Well, the holidays are a great time. Man. The holidays are needed. It's a time for everyone to just take a break from society and just the the, the, the come and go. I mean, yeah, dude, no doubt sometimes going to somewhere for a holiday can be hectic. Maybe you're a new boyfriend or a new girlfriend meeting the family for the first time. That's a lot of pressure. Um, I'm sure there's always, you know, family turmoil that could happen. And, you know, there's arguments that could break out. Luckily for me, that's never been too big of an issue. Thank God. Um, you know, it's cool, though. I do uh, every year we go to my dad's uh, sister's place in the um, well, they live in the middle of fucking nowhere in Illinois, which is fine. And um, we go there. Do a little turkey, you know, do some turkey, do some cornbread, do some mashed potatoes. Um, you know, we've never been a mac and cheese family. I think we should be. I would love that. We've never been a mac and cheese family Thanksgiving. And maybe in my, you know, if I ever get married and find a beautiful lady and, you know, settle down and become a, a husband and, you know, just really just figure out, you know, a, a true next step for me in uh, the celebration of Thanksgiving. Maybe then I will... <laughs> I will get mac and cheese. All that to get mac and cheese. Um, and that's how it should be. Which, by the way, we did like a Friendsgiving last Saturday, which was great. But I've never done a Friendsgiving where I, well, I've never done a Friendsgiving before. So I've never come and I've never had turkey before um, the uh, before the actual holiday of Thanksgiving. Because I'm not eating turkey any day of the year besides Thanksgiving. Let's just be honest. Hell, even after Thanksgiving... I'm just like, nah, I'm, I'm good. Don't want it. And I I hate those people that are like, oh, turkey sucks. Turkey's not good. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Shut up. It's delicious. Dude, if you like chicken, you'll like this. Shut the fuck up. You'll like this. I am a dark meat guy through and through. Hey, now. I'm a dark <laughs> I'm a dark meat guy through and through for chicken and um, turkey. And it's it's delicious, man. So... Um, I'm excited for it. I usually like to take a little uh, a helper, I guess, if you will, a little edible maybe to uh, get my, uh, you know, play the game on steroids, if you will, really put down a plate. I am out, though, so there will be no edible this year. 
Um, and I just realized that uh, tonight at an open mic, which I just absolutely ate shit at. Which leads me to my next case. <laughs> the next case of business. Uh, November 30th, week from today, when you're hearing this, come on out. It will be a great time. Red Room Comedy Club, 8 p.m. Tickets are still for sale. Go to my the link in my bio for the tickets. And um, or message me, just DM me, man. I'll get you some tickets. I'll send the link over to you um, to get the tickets, and um, it'll be great, man. I um, I'm, I'm I think this is gonna be a good one. I, I'm a little nervous with how I just trying some new stuff. I tried it in a new order tonight, and just I ate shit, man. This was a horrible bomb. People are like, "Do you ever bomb, man?" And it's like, it's n- yeah, yeah. The answer is yeah, I bomb. It's not as common as you think once you get kind of going. You, you know the jokes that work, and you can work them in, and it doesn't feel like a horrible bomb. But when you try new stuff, and you just eat it, man, it's a terrible feeling. I was up there, and I was just like, come on out. I, I don't even know what I was saying. I have it recorded, and that's going to be deleted right away. Right away. Um, so, yeah, come on. <laughs> expect better, though. November 30th, come on out. It'll be a great time. I don't even know how we got on this rant. We're talking about um, Thanksgiving, which I hope everyone has some cool plans for. I know we got the Packers. Packers are finally on Thanksgiving, and, of course, they have, uh, you know, Jordan Love and no Aaron Rodgers and no um, Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones out again with a knee injury, as if my fantasy team did not have enough problems. But that's not your problem. That's my problem, all right? And I got to work on that. Not passing off my issues onto other people. I got home hammered one night uh, last weekend. We went to the basement, man. And the basement is a very cool place in Chicago to chill and, you know, drink and stuff. And I like it a lot. But, and they got live music. And it's very cool. It's like a speakeasy. And the problem with it this time was they did, like, all rap music, which is fine if you're into rap music, no doubt. But when they usually are cranking out, like, covers of, like, you know, Blink-182, Sugar Ray, Counting Crows, it's like, what the fuck was this? This is a little bit of a mix-up. And it was not the same vibe. It was not as electric. So we, uh, yeah, we just basically just stood sta- there drank, and it was cool. We got hammered, and this was after the Friendsgiving, so we've been drinking a while. And then we came back, and um, basically I just screamed at my roommate for being late of with his Uber and stuff like that and just drunkenly lost it on him. And that's just like, you can't have that. And it was because of other things in my life, I realized, like, in the moment, not even in the moment, but, like, after the, uh, so not in the moment. <laughs> it just lied. Just completely lied about that. Post-moment, I'm sitting in my room, sobbing about my dog, who's passed, obviously. And, uh, you know, I'm just like, dude, what are you doing? This is not about him being fucking two, mi- two and a half minutes, like, getting out of Uber and shit like that, and, and being late and talking. and the, like, It's not about that. What it was about was a deeper issue, more than just the, the dog and shit, but other stuff that we're working through in the therapies, man. And and so I went back in there, and I just, like, apologized straight up. He's like, you don't got to apologize. I'm like, I got to apologize. This was, I should not have done that. And sometimes you got to just swallow the fucking pill, dude, and it sucks. It sucks when you're wrong. It sucks. I didn't like going back in there apologizing, but you, sometimes you got to. I know he appreciated it, but other times you got to just fucking do it, man. You just got to do it and be okay with it. Um, 
Yeah, man. So I don't know. Sometimes you got to take responsibility, and that's cool. Uh, what was I saying? Yeah, the basement was cool. Just drinking a lot. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but it was a good weekend. And then the next day, we went to the Blackhawks game. We sat row two of the of the corner, which was really cool. I was like on TV. I was like waving my hands and shit, dancing on TV, and you could see me whenever the puck was in that area. Uh, they lost. <laughs> they fucking always lose, and they just lost because the just a bunch of fucking cunts run on ice. And was I just was that a forced cunt? Maybe, yeah, maybe that was a little bit. And I want to take that back. I'm sorry for those people who were just offended. But seriously, they're so bad though. They are so bad. And speaking of using the word cunt, we had these two. We had like a British bachelor party behind us. These guys like were just talking to us in between periods. And then because by the way, in between periods, they give you fucking nothing to do, zero to do. I mean, they they hit you with a little bit, right? You know. In the first period, they do okay. So in that between the first and second period, what they do is they hit you with that kid race, right? And these kids they skate around and shit, and they uh, they just basically like trip and fall. It's pretty fucking funny. Like they do like an obstacle course on the ice, and then that's it. And that's like five minutes, and then the rest of it it's just the zamboni going around. Which by the way, I would love to do a podcast from the side seat of the zamboni, and the zamboni they let like a fan sit up there. To give me my equipment all on my lap with a mic and I'm just interviewing him while he's driving around. That would be awesome. Um, but yeah, I uh, that was cool. And, th- and that's all they do, though. And so as a fan, you just sit in there. And then um, as and then, then th- the between the second and third period, that's when they bring out the three people or whatever to take the shot from the blue line and then from the half rink. Which is, v- or no, sorry, sorry. It's both times from the blue line. The, the first time there's three holes and then the second time there's one. Um, so yeah, that's just kind of what it, how, how it works, man. And uh, you just get bored in between periods. I should do more like races on the jumbotron or something. I don't know, but yeah, I mean, or just anything, man, just a fucking live looking in the locker room, anything, man. It's just so boring. But as I was saying, these British guys were talking to us and just, you know, throwing around cunt left and right. And, um, and I was loving it, of course. And it turns out they're like, they were in for a wedding of a guy they met on a trip. This guy lives in Milwaukee. So they came in for the wedding and then. They did New York the week before, and then they did Milwaukee the night on Friday for the wedding, and then now here on Sunday they were doing, um, doing the Hawks game, and yeah, they barely knew this guy. Like six years ago, we met this guy on a trip in Italy, and we've kind of just kept in touch. We haven't really seen him since then. That's hilarious, dude. I was in a wedding. I haven't seen the guy since the wedding. Love him. I love the guy. I'm not gonna name him, but I love the guy, and uh, hopefully I see him soon. But yeah. Uh, and that was a destination wedding, too. That's That was traveling. We went to Cancun for that. Which, by the way, I got to get back to, dude. I need a beach vacation. Now, was I laid off for five months? And now I'm only two or three months into my new job. Let's see. I started on 9-11. That's not a joke. I did actually start on 9-11. Um, so what are we? Two and a half months in, basically. <laughs> two and a half months in. And I'm already thinking I need a beach vacation. I think that's more the weather speaking, to be honest with you. But um, it is, man, because I love my new job, man. I like the people. We actually have a very cool core group of people. And they almost got me. They almost got me again. They did a round of layoffs. And I was like, oh, my fucking good lordy lordy. Am I going down? And they, they didn't get me, thank God. But obviously, feel bad and horrible for those people they got. And, um, you know, because I, I love... What sucks about this one, obviously being laid off is brutal, left or right. 
However, when I got laid off from my last job, I was very like relaxed about it. I was very like I needed this. I needed this break. This I don't want to call it a weight lifted off my shoulders, but it really was. And I should have worked a little harder to get a job in the beginning. And it's it's all right. We move on. But you know, I now uh, you know I I now look back on it. You look back in hindsight, and you're like, oh, I should have got a job faster, and it's fine. But um, I did need to get out of there, man. I just was not a good environment. They've only sunk since then. They're doing terrible, and that's not me hating on the company. That's just facts. They did another round of layoffs since I've been there. My layoffs were what, seven and a half months ago or something like that. It's like it's brutal. So I needed to get out of there. This one terrified me because I love the people. I have literally the greatest manager I've ever worked with, and I thought I already had a great manager. Not at the last job, but the one before that, and. She's awesome, dude. And then I got, we are like, we build out the new team here, dude. So stop saying, dude. We build out the new team here, and we got, we got me. We got, we got, I'm gonna name him. We got my boy Dez. We got my boy Cooper, who just became a dad. Shout out Coop. Coop. And then um, we got Eric, man. And dude, we got an absolute team of dogs, and it's a good time, man. There, we all get along all very, very easily. We all get along, and uh, we're very well, I guess. And, uh, we crack jokes and sometimes we'll just jump on uh, calls and just bullshit. And we were we were laughing about uh, what's it called? Uh, not perfume, um, cologne. It's called cologne, Nick. What are you doing, man? Can you tell it's fucking ten to ten eighteen at night here when I'm recording this? Can you you not? It's it's obviously cologne. You don't wear fucking perfume. Would you pull it together, Hannick? All right, I'm sorry. We're back. Um, yeah, no, we didn't cut, man. This is not an episode we're cutting on because this is a fucking raw one. When I do the audio-only episodes, like I said I was going to be doing, we do the fucking raw versions of them, man. I do the raw, uncut versions of these episodes. So we let them rip. Um, and yeah, man, I get, we got a lot of cool shit coming your guys' way, man. 1130 is going to be a great show. I got a, we got that podcast coming tomorrow with my buddy Justin that everyone's excited about. I hope they like that. Um... And then, yeah, I don't know. It's 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 been going well, man. It, it's been going well. I did pull a bunch of Reddit stuff because, well, damn, we did 14 already. Because um, I didn't know how much I would be able to, wanted to talk about. I mean, there's shit in the news, man, but the shit in the news is sad. You know, I don't know wh- about this Palestine-Israel thing. I'm not going to fucking weigh in here because I'm not a fucking, you know, I don't want to say expert or whatever because that's not the word I'd weigh in if I'm not an expert on things. But, um it's just sad, man, and I don't know if there is a right answer, and the knowledge I have comes from Joe Rogan and The Rock, and they didn't know if there's a right answer, so how would I know if there's a right answer? If Joe Rogan doesn't know, how am I going to know? That's a very good point in a lot of things in life. You know what I mean? I'm, if there if there was literally any kind of food to eat and Joe Rogan was like, yeah, I don't know if that's good for you or I don't know if I would do that, I would not, never do that. If there was a fight and he was like, yeah, I would, or a bet, even in the NBA, something Joe Rogan didn't follow, I would be like, yeah, you're right. I, I don't know if I should take that. Or if he was like, I li- but if he was like, I like this, I'd be like, why the fuck? Do- what does he know about the NBA? He's going to, he must know something. I'm hitting it. Um, but yeah, I would literally just agree with everything Joe Rogan says. And I think a lot of people would do that. Does that make me his bitch? Uh, let's just move forward with the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> guy, guy who can't who, who can't accept the truth in some situations. Uh, let's just move forward with this. 
Uh, oh, sir, how much were those pair of shoes? Uh, let's pretend I didn't drop $300 on these. <laughs> Dude, I haven't bought shoes in forever. Um, all right. I feel like we're, we're hitting a wall here. Let me, um, you know, thank you guys for listening. And I hope you guys are excited for the episode tomorrow. But before that, because I do want to make this podcast. I, I love, I don't know if people like the relationship shits of me talking about it, man. I think people need to get, I need to get into a relationship. Not need to. I don't need to. I want to. I'm looking forward to it, man. Um, I got a lot of love to give. And I think people, and, I, and I'm ready to get a lot of love. A little bit of that, man. I, I'm, I've noticed that my favorite interactions with people not to get too real with people on this podcast, but remember, this thing is fucking raw, dude. There is no drugs in here. That's disgusting, dude. Family members of yours listen to this. Sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, what was I saying? Dude, I... What was I saying? Shit, I, did I just lose it? Don't lose it. Stay with it. Stay with it. A lot of love to give. Relationship. Yes, I'm back. Here it is. I didn't lose it. I'm a detective. We stay with the stuff. I got the, the eyeglass, the whatever. Stay with it. Um... Basically, what I was saying is my favorite interactions with people are one-on-one. Those are my favorite relationships. Entirety. Entirety. Entirety? Well, I'm tired. That's that. Entirely. I love it, man. I'd rather hang out with my buddy, my roommate, one-on-one than with a whole group most of the time. I'd rather hang out with other individual members of the group one-on-one most of the time than with a whole group. Sometimes I love the whole group. You know, a lot of times I like the whole group. But sometimes I just love that one-on-one, dude. It's you you and your buddy against the world and whatever it is, man. Maybe it's against the bets. Maybe you and your buddy are trying to go out and, and, and find a girlfriend or something, girlfriends or something like that. Maybe you and your buddy are just playing a nice round of golf or something like that. Casinos, man. Shit like that. It's electric, man. Or like, I, or sometimes, um, you know, you get it. You like, maybe you're just drinking, you're just shooting the shit around the bonfire in a hot tub. You're just, you're just connected on a personal level. You're opening up. You're trusting each other. All of a sudden, there's this little net, right? This little spider net we just wo- uh, woven, weaving, huh? I don't know what the word is, around each other. And we're talking. And we're trapped. My truth is your truth, and your truth is my truth, man. It's a good time. <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah, I, I love that shit, man. So we're going to get into this, man. We're going to get into the relationship advice stuff because I really love that stuff. Um, this one, they're pretty long, a lot of them, but I didn't know how much time I'd have to kill. I do know this, not kill, but you know, do it. but there's one that just is long. I'm going to do this long one first because it looks interesting as fuck. Here we go. My, so this guy's a 20, sorry, there's a 25 year old female, um, writing in about her 26 year old boyfriend who has been living a double life and she's really torn up about it. Well, probably break up with him would be my first answer, but remember we always keep reading. I just read one called We Opened Up Our Relationship. Okay, well, we got to cue that one. <laughs> I just move on right away. How long is this one? Oh, this one's short. Okay, but we'll get to that one next. All right. Um, the Double Life. Here we go. Oh, she's, dude, she starts off so pissed. All right, period. Just starts with all right to strangers. Um my boyfriend just seemed like a hardworking, considerate man. We met at a warehouse in 2021 and started dating mid-2022. At the time, he had two jobs and was in the military, okay? His, does he have two jobs? His, ba- <laughs> his base was in a different state across the country because we had just moved when I lived in, from where I lived in 2021. His reasons for not transferring to a base in our current state is he has friends he'd like to be with in a different state, okay? All right. So he's, they're moving... 
They just moved, and they're not staying in the same state now. He has a drill once a month when he goes. He often doesn't talk to me at all. Damn. At first, I was worried, but he explained that he doesn't have his phone or the time to talk with me. He's just in the service, right? I mean, that kind of makes sense. We no longer work together at the warehouse, and he got a good-paying job and still does a drill once a month. I don't know what a drill is. I, sh- I feel like I should know what that is. Just like they just, like, work out? <laughs> it can't be. A- they do the fucking three-on-three weave? What do they mean? <laughs> three-man weave? Are they just doing a three-man me- a weave once a month? Well, what? <laughs> What are they doing the fucking Oklahoma drill? What are they doing? Well, late last night, we were playing Monopoly on our phones at his place. Great thing for couples who are not in the same place to do is play games on their phone. I love that. Um, and he got pretty tired and kept falling asleep at his turn. That's brutal. Yeah, you got to be back and forth with it, though. Um, our goal was to beat the AI at the game. So I asked him if he wanted me to just play for him, and I did, and he actually won. Didn't need to include that in this fucking story. None of that was fu- None of that was inclu- needed to be included. After I was done playing, something told me to check his text messages. Wait, so is he in? You guys are in the same place now. I've never felt the need to look in his phone before. Neither of us have brought that up because I trusted him. Well, lo and behold, nice. No one uses lo and behold anymore. The number he swore one of his sisters was from his home. From, uh, the number he swore was one of his sisters was a girl from his hometown. Holy shit! They exchanged pictures of flight itineraries. Whenever he flies to his hometown for the drill, for the three-man week, <laughs> there's, there's good morning messages with heart emojis, pictures of them on a date, plans for dates. Oh, no. Oh, no. What did I think when it, when it said double like, though? But, oh, no. And her talking about how she was glowing from the dick that she got last weekend. Oh, Lordy. Oh, this is a family show. Oh, my God. Even checked the call log and noticed he talks to her for hours after talking to me. I honestly thought it was his favorite <laughs> his favorite sister's number. I bet it is his favorite sister. I don't even know what he told. Uh, what he, I don't even know what told me to check, but now I'm sick. I woke him up and he asked uh, and asked him who's this person and who the emojis was. He stayed firm that it was his sister. Gross. I asked him again and explained to him I didn't believe him. He said, why, why, what did you find? (laughs) So guilty, so guilty. Me, I went through the messages and see dates. Are you having sex with her? Him, she's my, (laughs) he just sells out right away. All right, fair. She's my ex from a while ago. We haven't had sex in a long time. Dude, at one point, thank God he didn't just double down and be like, yeah, I'm banging my sister, you know? Thank God. (laughs) Oh, man. Damn it. And then uh, we haven't had sex in a long time. And then he said the last time was last week. And I asked if they use condoms. He said yes. Not, yeah, I'm sure he's telling the truth there. But I know him. The very first time we had sex, he used condoms. And never again. <laughs> uh, I'm just hurt. I didn't see this coming. He swore that it's not his girlfriend. Well, that's you, sister. Can't say sister, actually. That's a that's Sister is literally might be a girlfriend. So I take that back. He swore that it's not his girlfriend. It's just And it's only just me. So I asked him if he's planning on having sex with two people forever. He said nonchalantly, nah, I can't do that forever. Okay. Lee. After I realized he wasn't talking, taking my conversation serious, I stormed out and went to a friend's place to talk about it. I left. He texted me saying he wanted to apologize to me and was sensitive, uh, was insensitive to the way he spoke. 
What sucks the most is I want to get back to the way we were because I felt like he was 100% dedicated to me. He wasn't, though, even when, <laughs> even though he wasn't. Yeah, well, he wasn't. I'm unsure what I should do. Leave him. Uh, do I try to work this out? Or I read a lot of on here and hope you guys can ask. Thanks so much. Dude. And now it's all over. It's all over. Ray Liotta said it. It's all over. I mean, how deep do I have to go into this? Obviously fucking leave him. Are you kidding me? This guy already just told... He just told you. He... He... He just told you that he's never going to be with just one person for the rest of his life. There you go. There's your answer. Yeah, it may go, it may go back to feeling as it was, but it won't be. It would go back to what it was. Get out of there. Get out. Run. Run. <laughs> that was a creepy way to say it, but I was trying to hide a burp. Um, okay. That was uh that was wild. Get out of that one. There's n that's a very obvious one. All right, this one. We uh 34 and 35. Okay. I don't know who's writing this. Uh this is the female. Here we go. 34-year-old female, 35-year-old male. Opened our relationship and now I think my husband prefers our girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's going to happen. That's going to happen. You know, that Two things happen when you open shit up in a relationship. One, and this is why I could never do it. Um, the, someone gets jealous is the first one, right? And that's what's happening here. And that's really all that ever happens. It's never great. So, what, I mean, you, you have people who are just lifetime open relationship people. But if you're just trying it for the first time, then you're, yeah, I mean, you're done. There's no way it works. So this is what, this is how that first thing breaks down. And the jealousy, either the husband gets jealous because the wife is just getting dick down right just dick down and <laughs> and again i know family members listen to this thing and uh and he and that and it's just he's insecure and it's just too much for him i mean not even insecure just jealous and then the wife sees that the husband is not getting too much uh pussy ill i felt weird to say not too many girls but he gets one girl and she's getting way more attention that's the two things that end up happening of the of breaking down the jealousy uh, ladder. It's never, it is never the other way. It's never a girl with one guy and the husband's like, what the fuck about me? And it is never the husband with multiple too many girls. That's never the case. And you know, you show me people who are, I'm sure there's cases out there, but the fucking majority are never that way. Because we speak in absolutes on this podcast, even though that's wrong. Um, but here we go. Uh, we've been together 14 years, so they got together when they were 20. We have a seven and three year old. Oh shit! Okay, Hannick, be mature about this. We got we got kids involved. We got kids involved. Three years ago, husband uh, husband got dot dot dot. Well, I don't want to say bored, but I'm not sure what else to call it. So after a while, mostly begging on his part, I accepted to introduce a. <laughs> this is begging. Introduce uh, a third into our marriage. We can call her. Harper, who is 25, look at this guy on top of the world. He got his wife to introduce a girl, and not only a girl, but a fucking girl in her mid-20s. How the fuck did he pull that off? How the fuck? Just by begging? Jeez, all right, here we go. What did he buy her? Whatever, I don't know. How did he pull that off? That's incredible. Husband knew Harper before everything. She's his sister's friend, okay? That feels fucking weird. And it's been three years. I love Harper. She's a crazy sweet. <laughs> the children love her. Well, 
We do girl trips, split everything 50-50, go shopping. Okay, where's the problem? Well, we know the problem's coming. But husband most definitely prefers Harper. He pushes her to do exercise, to diet, to dress pretty, but she's also the first one he'll text if he gets good or bad news. Ah, that's tough, yeah. That's tough, yeah. I see why she's upset by that. She's the first one he'll greet when he gets home. Does she live there when she gets home? They go on dates once a week. I don't think that's uh, a preferred thing at that point. If you're doing dates, right? I don't know. Husband, uh, they go on dates once a week. Husband said it's because Harper insisted and I didn't. Okay, maybe that's true. You should do dates too also. If he says no to that, then there's an issue. Um, I confronted husband. Why didn't she just make up a name for him? I confronted husband, and he said he just feels that there's more intimacy and she and like she's his best friend. Oh, this is not good. I pointed out I'm the mother of his children. He used to say I was like his best friend. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Not good. He said he loves both of us. Sure, I bet that. I bet that's true. But feels warmth when he thinks of Harper. God damn, man, he's not giving you anything. Harper doesn't leave me out of anything. She's always going out of her way to include me and to spoil the children and make sure everything's equal. Dude, you got a fucking winner in Harper. Um, I don't know what to do because I love Harper. I just want my husband to need me like he used to. I want to be my husband's favorite. Oh, God. Oh, that is sad. Okay. All advice is welcome. All right. Here's what we're going to do. This is what you got to do, lady. It is 2023. This is where you rise up. Okay. You got to introduce a guy. As you can hear, my AC just turned on. But you got to introduce a guy, I think. I, th I think that's the only way. I mean, dude, it is not fair to you. You do not want to leave this guy. You love this guy. He loves you. He does not want you to leave him. Harper wants you both to stay, it sounds like. I think Harper's having the time of her life. What you got to do is... I hate how that thing turned on. I hope you guys can hear it too loud. But we're going to wrap this up anyways in a minute. You got to go... And you got to just, you got to get another guy. That's what you got to do. You're like, hey, listen, I need to go on dates where I feel like the, I'm, I'm wanted, where I feel like I'm somebody's best friend, and I feel intimacy. And if that's not with me, I got needs too. And you got to give them, get them that, you know? I think you got to do that on your own. And I don't think you need to, f you know, a lot of it sounds like this sexual stuff is not it. So I'm not, I don't know if you need to bang the guy. You can if you, maybe that's a discussion to have. I'm sure he's not going to want you to. But he's getting with Harper, so maybe you should be able to get with this. But you are also getting with Harper, so there's that. I don't know. But if you're looking for a best friend who feels that way, you're going to need somebody to fill that void. I wouldn't go with a gay guy because I think you want the attraction. I think you got to go with another straight guy, and I think you got to bang him. I, think cause I, th I don't think the straight guy is, is going to stay friends with you who, you know, you got a husband, you got a, a lover, and he's just a straight dude just in his 30s or whatever age he is or 20s, and he's not getting it. I think he's going to want to to make that work out. I think he's going to want to be in some sort of, you know, open thing to, or hooking up friends with benefits thing. I think you go out, you get yourself friends with benefits of your own. And your husband's got to be cool with that. And if he's not, then you got to get then you get, then you got to get rid of Harper, I think. And Harper's great. I know Harper's great with the kids. And she's been nothing but awesome. But, you know, she, you guys were awesome. Remember that. You guys were awesome before her. So that's what you do. You get you get yourself, you talk to him, and you're like, hey, we need it. I need to do a friends with benefits at this point if, you, if you're not going to, you know, treat me as number one. He might flip. He might be like, no, I don't want you having another dick. 
I'm going to fucking, I'm going to pick it up as a husband. I'm going to be a better man for it. That could happen. Okay? That could happen. I think you go in there and you propose that and you see how that goes. And then you all bring, and then you bring this all up. I think the best time to do it is right at the Thanksgiving table in front of the kids. Oh, come on, Hannah. All right. (laughs) Sorry for that. All right. There we go. That's the episode. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody, and we will see you tomorrow. I hope you enjoyed the episode with Justin, and please, 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 shining, shimmering, splendid, come out November 30th, Red Room Comedy Club, 8 p.m. See you there. Tickets, message me. Peace.